passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you could never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you are using, and of course, youtube.com slash postwrestling. Hello, postmarks. Hello, hello, NXT friends. Friends. We are here today to talk about some NXT. We are, because we are on the road to NXT TakeOver LOL. Take over lol. <laughs> oh lol. 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 Apparently lol has a lot of history. Apparently lol is somewhere near Boston. Yeah. In the shadow of Boston. Shadow of Boston, Massachusetts. And yeah. a lot has happened. We even had a we had a hype video for lol at the end of tonight's NXT. Yeah, it just makes destination lol. With Apparently like this was tourism. The, where the house show was, where where Joe beat Finn. For the NXT title. So there is history in LOL. The Rock one, one I think they said the IC title in LOL. Wow. <laughs> LOL. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why they, they're just calling it Battleground, I guess. I mean, they haven't done a... Takeover a, in a while. A specific, uh, like, site-specific takeover. Yeah, it makes things more special when you just have the name Takeover LOL. Sells they, t-shirts. They should. Takeover LOL. LOL. <laughs> be great merch. Yeah. But instead, it's Battleground. Battleground. Love is a Battleground. Yeah. Uh, so that's what's happening this weekend. If you're a wrestling fan, there's a lot of wrestling going on this weekend. There's never an off season, as mm. they say, because WrestleMania came and went, and we had Backlash. Now we got Night of Champions. We got NXT Battlegrounds. Three main events on that show. Triple. Triple main events. How are they going to do it? They all start at the same time? Like simulcast it all? Yeah. I can't, what is triple main event doesn't make sense, because there's only one. There's only one main event. They do this, though, don't they? You know why? Why? Because that title ain't main event. That title ain't main event. <laughs> that title ain't main event. And get out of here. I feel it has to. It has to, but it, it won't. won't. Will it? No. Yeah. <laughs> Take over lol. Take over lol. Uh, yeah, Night of Champions this Saturday, uh, which is which has some matches that look pretty cool. Uh, actually, I'm definitely going to be checking it out. WWE pay-per-views have been great. Yeah. The shows, I still don't watch Raw, still don't watch SmackDown. Love listening to John Away recap it, but I, I just... Watch it on Twitter if if to see kind of what happened to see what everyone's going off about Brock and attacking Cody and this and that. I just kind of checked that out, but their pay per views have been hitting. I've been really good, for really quite good. a while now. I really think. good. So yeah, looking forward to it. Should be should be a fun show. Uh, I might actually because it's Saturday afternoon, isn't yeah. it? 
watch it before work. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird something. having it on during like the day. Kind of right? nice though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, then there's Battleground, and then there's Double or Nothing, mm-hmm. which is like, hey, that's a lot of uh, wrestling this weekend. So I mean, uh, we we know we're the NXT show. But we won't be going live after NXT Battleground on Sunday night. Instead, we will be going live on Monday. Monday. We will be going on live on Monday. 1 p.m. 1 p.m. Right. Eastern yeah. Time. Come hang out with us. You'll hear us talk about all the wrestling from this weekend. We'll, oh, yeah. We'll go through NXT Battleground with our NXT post show as normal. But then we'll also stick around. Uh, we won't be doing a Poison Rana this week. So that's why we'll just tack it on to that and talk about all this wrestling yeah, we'll this talk weekend. Talk about Knights Champions, talk about Double or Nothing, and, but obviously the body of it will be our NXT show talking about Battleground. Yeah, exactly. So come hang out with us on this feed. Uh, I might take the audio and put it up on both feeds there. But if you're not listening to Poison Rana, go find us in your podcast app, that just one word, Poison Rana, and uh, listen to all the other shows that we do there over on the free feed. We just did one on Sunday talking about everything, you know, Punk Watch. As it seems, every day we're looking and finding out. By the time you're listening to this, this this could be dated. Will we? Let's see date ourselves him? right now. Like we don't need to go into a huge discussion about it. But tomorrow, is it collision in Chicago? Is it collision in Jacksonville? What Daily's are we getting? place. I'm gonna say it's in Chicago. You think in Chicago? You think yeah. they've got punk? You yeah, fucking better. <laughs> At this point, guys, what are you doing? I'm over it. I just want Bill. Yeah, Bill, in, Bill in Daly's place. Come I on. think Bill Goldberg is the one to beat Orange Cassidy mm. and then rematch it in Toronto yeah. at Forbidden Door. Love it. Yeah, do that. Uh, yeah, so lots of things going on in wrestling right now. Re- wrestling's just crazy. There's so much of it going around. There's New Japan. There's injuries happening everywhere. Quite a few injuries right now. Maybe uh, throwing some curveballs for uh, like the Wembley show in Forbidden Door. Absolutely, yeah. Aussie opening, uh, Aussie Open having to relinquish their titles. Yep. Uh, it's Mark, Mark Davis, Davis injured. Hurt. Yep. Then Sasha, sorry, Mercedes Monet getting yeah. injured as well, which, uh, which is so awful, but like also a weird good moment for Willow because I love Willow Nightingale. Yeah. So like, good to see her get that spot, but like in such terrible circumstance. Uh, but maybe, maybe we'll never know if Mercedes was supposed to be involved with mm. the Forbidden Door, but. That's clearly not going to happen. It feels that way. Like, it's come out that she was meant to, obviously, win that match. Uh, I, I kind of think, maybe not Forbidden Door, but maybe Wembley or something. But, yeah, yeah. really unfortunate. Yeah, so uh, injuries there. And I'm trying to think. Someone else. Oh, uh, Liv Morgan in WWE. Liv Morgan, Dakota Kai. Yeah, wow. Um, Jamie Hayder was off last week, but they have announced the match. So yeah. I think that is going ahead. Right, right. Yeah. Well, uh, wishing all the wrestlers it's the speedy recovery, but that's that's crazy. But uh, rap Kenny and bubble rap for the next little bit, right? He's he's looking yoked. See he his, is. He does look big. He's like, hey guys, here here I announce uh, the video game thing. I'm like, sorry, I cannot hear you. You are shirtless and jacked, <laughs> good sir. Uh, yeah, no, uh, the video game has been announced now. Are we getting it? It turns. <laughs> You going? We barely played 2K. So yeah, it, which is good, though. It was good. Yeah. I finally think I figured out why it was taking so long. They were just trying to get that blood right. What do you They're just trying to get the blood in the game. All good. Have oh, you yeah? seen this? No. Oh, they released photos of... They're like, oh, for anyone wondering, worrying if we wouldn't have blood allowed in our wrestling game, showing screenshots of just a fucking massacre, a slaughterhouse-looking <laughs> matches... <laughs> 
So you know John Moxley's in the oh, game. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, why is there so much blood That's... in a Hikaru Shida match? Holy. What's going on? Was that Hikaru Shida versus Abaddon? Yeah, and, and we all know... murdered her. Yeah, is, I don't know, is it a the... zombie match, a blood match? I don't know, but that looks pretty so crazy. Orange Cassidy versus Jericho? I, I'm not that hyped about the video game, to be honest. I have a Switch, and I, f- I feel like just for the like shits and giggles, getting it for that, even though I know a wrestling game on the Switch is not the best way probably mm. to... You know, take yeah, in the we'll game. Yeah, we'll get it, but like, geez, that's a lot of blood. Well, we have PS4 as well, so yeah. it's like, should we just get it for that and play it? I think so, yeah. All right, well, let us know, guys, that when you're planning on getting the game, we can play online. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, why have all the matches to pick with the blood? Are you not using a Moxley one? I don't know, man. Bizarre. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, uh, we will g- dive into some NXT, like I said. Uh, we can get some plugs out of the way. I know... Uh, Forbidden Poor is coming in June. If you're planning on coming to Forbidden Door this June, well, look no further. We have been selling tickets like hotcakes, and we can't wait for uh, all of us to meet all of the listeners out there and, and have some fun there. Uh, and then what else do we got? Uh, over on our Patreon, we've been doing a lot of fun stuff. We do a show called Was Next. We did a retro NXT review looking at January 1st edition of NXT featuring Sami Zayn, Leo Kruger, Two Out of Three Falls, a sing-off between Big Cass and Aiden English. Uh, really fun episode, actually, this week, I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we love doing the retro NXT reviews, and right now we're now in 2014 going forward. So that's a pre- pretty big year because that's when Arrival happens and, and all sorts of fun stuff. We just watched Regal versus Cesaro. Cesaro lots, yeah. of, lots of fun stuff going on there. Uh, another show over on the Patreon this week is an Up Yours picked by Chris Thunder from Down Under. What are we watching this week? I haven't watched it yet. Ring of Honor Elite. Ring of Honor Elite. November 11th, 2017. Uh, yeah, diving back into some classic Ring of Honor. Uh, I, I imagine the Elite are going to be all over this show yeah. from the title. Uh, we thought it'd be a good time to do this uh, review because uh, obviously we're coming up to the AEW Double show. Double or nothing. Yeah. yeah, this weekend. So uh, lots of podcasts over there on the Patreon. Trying to think of what else we were just watching. The other day, we... uh, there's a a Brandy Rhodes match is on this show. Oh yes, and Silas Young and the Beer City Bruiser. Oh well, then it's set. Um, That's going to be great. The Beer City Bruiser is one of our low key favorites. Yeah, so looking forward to that over on the Patreon. And for Succession fans, there's what one two more week episodes left. I mean, there's only one episode on TV left, but two episodes of the Sesh left. Uh, we'll be joined by JP Houlihan from Grapple Spotlight. Wow. Uh, this week to talk all about episode nine. And then we've got the big, big finale next week. Yeah, some point during next week, we will be recording a show. I think you will be recording a show. We, we all will. Yeah, exactly. We all will. Did, we, did you already say what it is? No, I've just said some special guests. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. The um, sesh. But it's going to be four of us talking all about the finale of Succession. It yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. We're going to put that one out for free yeah. over on the Poison Rana feed. And hey, you like free things. Poison Rana. Also, we have Detox. I'm going to be joined by Jordan Goodman tomorrow. I'm recording this. So join the Facebook group and get your questions in now. Random questions definitely welcomed. We're going to chat a whole lot of nothing and try to make each other laugh and maybe cry. Uh, and then I know Sino uh, and B are cooking up a What Up Doe for the near future in the next week or so too. So And of course, shot in the dark every week so lots and lots of podcasts lots of wrestling content funny content all stuff to let your day go by just a little bit better mm-hmm. that's what we like to do here oh yeah how's your day going it's i'm pretty tired it's yeah. i tuesdays can be a bit of a slog i work during the day and then we we squeezed in a a behind the bde earlier 
Which was really fun. It was a really fun show. First behind the BDE that we recorded outside. For a while. For a long we, time. We have done yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Uh Yeah, so that was fun. And we then talked about NXT and- <laughs> conspiracy theories. Yeah. <laughs> Some crazy things. Our crazy Uber ride. Crazy Uber ride. Time travel. Time travel. Yeah, yeah lots of stuff. Uh, no, fun show. That will be put out uh, very shortly for our world champion patrons. Sorry, our, our family, our family patrons. Uh, but yeah, I'm good. Just a little sleep. I, I need to calm down. It's, We're re- <laughs> calm it's down. Been, it's been a bit of a... Yeah, yeah. I blame. I blame. <laughs> I was uh, gonna say wait, year. And then I was like fortnight, and then month, and then I'm like life. It's been a bit of a life. It's brain. been a bit of a life. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. I blame John Pollock for bringing out the J.R. Ewing J. bourbon. Ewing. Yeah, getting us absolutely lit. Uh, shout out Bruce Lord as well. We Bruce tried his Bruce Lord his gave whiskey. the boys some whiskey. Yeah. Then he they brought it over, and then we brought over some Terramana. And then, and then Mike, Mike made Murray, some ranch waters. Whew, he used real, t- he gave us leftover Topo Chico, Topo Chico, like the bubbly mixed it, the, the soda water mixed with limes. It was so good. It was very nice. And then we had J.R. Ewing bourbon. And then we tried the Anejo Terramana as well. You got to meet Ozzy Ting. Met Ozzy Ting. Got to hang out with Dan the Mouth Levransky. Yeah. Legend. The it was man, great. The myth, the great, legend. great day. Yeah, we just got lit and then... I've just like, been exhausted ever since. It's, yeah. You know, finished work, had three hours sleep, recorded Poison Rana, and then I'm just dancing in Way's back garden. <laughs> Way- <laughs> <To> Terry Funk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we started going off about... We started... Way started playing the Terry Funk album, which now I've been on the hunt for uh, on, like, eBay and stuff. So, Juvenile Delinquents is the banger. You know, you know what we didn't do, though? And I, maybe it's not there yet, but we, we listened to the whole of Terry Funk's album twice. <laughs> And uh, and then started listening to AI, like, you know, Kurt Cobain singing Foo Fighters or yeah. Freddie Mercury singing the Beatles Way and was, stuff like that. Way, Way created a game, which I said has to be a podcast going forward, where, like, he was playing an AI track that we had to guess what it was. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he was, like, playing, like, Freddie singing the Beatles. And then he'd play Biggie, but it's Biggie doing the hit em up Tupac song, which is dissing Biggie. So my brain was just like, what's going on? Or, like... Kanye and Rihanna singing Stan by Eminem and mm. Dido. Like, there's so many crazy AI songs out there. We already. need, like, uh, AI of uh, Joe Biden singing Juvenile Delinquents, Terry Funk. <laughs> or just... Yeah, you loved J- Joe Biden AI for some yeah. reason. <laughs> and Kanye. Kanye doing Kanye, everything. J- Kanye AI, yeah. Uh, Kanye crazy. AI. Kanye AI. Yeah, yeah, uh, So that's what we did uh, over the weekend, playing some uh, AI yeah. I, those are scary. Great time. The robots are taking over, man. Thank you very much, uh, Way. Way for yeah. having us over. Yeah, it was, it was good old times. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else going on before we jump into some NXT. Yeah, we've got a bit of a super chat in the room as we're talking about mouth from Jake, who says, shout out to the wonderful Dan Levransky as he's retiring, to, retiring from wrestling radio after 20 plus years. Any favorite mouth memories from you both? Uh, when, uh, when we smoked a joint with him the other day. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty nice. And we talked about, I don't know, we talked about a lot. We caught up. Yeah. To nice. catch up with him again, for sure. But yeah, I, I don't think he's doing any, we'd have him on if he was, mm. he wanted to do, cause he would be someone good for, I was wearing my Bruiser Brody shirt in honor of him. And, uh, he, he loves. So was Mike Murray. Yeah. They, but we both wore the twinning. same shirt. Yeah. We were, we were twinning. It looked, we looked. Both looked good in it, to be honest. Also, if you haven't seen the photo of uh, Braden and WH. Right, yeah. Has it, where has it been posted? It's, you posted it on Instagram, didn't you? Probably like, on my, I should post the actual yeah, Both photo. versions are pretty, <laughs> pretty freaky. <laughs> All right, I'll post it. Yeah, on okay. my Instagram? Yeah. I don't oh, know. No, post it on Twitter. 
Okay, it's safer. Yeah, at Poison Rana Pod. <laughs> at Poison Rana Pod, Twitter, Instagram. Good reminder. Go follow us if you use those socials. We need to get those numbers up, mm. baby. We have rookie numbers right now. Come on, guys. And shout out everyone in the YouTube room right now. Jordan Goodman throwing up the frog. Thank you. Always throwing up the frogs. Throw up your frogs if you believe. So I guess we can chat about some uh, NXT. NXT, that's the show. That's the show yeah. we're talking about? I've been on a tear, too. I'm, like, recovering. Our friend Tom uh, has been working. Shout out, Big Tom. He's been working security and, like, just, like, working uh, for different venues in the city. So he's like, hey, any venue I'm working at, like, you can come see shows. So he's, like, a big metalhead and he's in a metal band himself. So I was like, you know what? I don't see too many metal shows. So he took me out to – I went to, like, a – what were they? Uh, Some country from over there in Europe. They love metal over there. But I I watched some band. I was like, this is pretty cool. Norway. can't remember uh somewhere you've been you've talked about austria yeah they're austrian right and i was like oh that's pretty cool and then like he's like you want to go to this other one i was like yeah what's the band called necrogoblicon i was like sorry he's like yeah there's a it's a metal band and the lead singer is a goblin nice get out of town so i look up this band and this it's a it's a metal band with (laughs) with a goblin the music videos are pretty funny so apparently Post Malone and Joe Rogan are big fans of this metal. Oh, band. like it is. <laughs> it's literally like a, a an fucking goblin. goblin. So that's where I went last night, and they were pretty. You went. You saw Necro Goblin <laughs> yes. on last night. Ne- you've said the name really easily for the first time. <laughs> it's. I was struggling. It's a good. Like it looks harder than it is. Necro Goblin. It's a. It's quite a satisfying word to say. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Everybody listening now, say Necro Goblin. Hey, metalheads out there, I'm sure someone knows this band because there Someone's was a lot. Doing their it sold out right now, just saying like Necro Goblin. I kept saying Necro Goblin, like as short yeah. form, but then no, it's Necro Goblin. So uh, I almost bought a shirt. It said, uh, "I still believe in goblins." <laughs> I like how he's wearing like a shirt and tie. Yeah, you should see the music videos. They're hilarious. They're pretty okay. good. Yeah, I don't cool. know. New favorite band. But, Where was that at? Uh, Velvet. Okay. Nice. And you want I. I was pretty upset because today, before I came home to watch NXT, he said, yo, I'm working another show tonight. Come out. He was working with the Whalers. Okay. Obviously, Bob wasn't. Yeah. But the OG Whalers, whoever's still kicking, were playing. He's like, oh, come. So I can't. I got to watch NXT. So I said, if they're out later, (laughs) we'll go hit up the Whalers. I don't think I can make it out after this. (laughs) Don't know if I can make it through the show. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll this one's in honor of the Whalers. Yeah. Uh are they even allowed to do Bob songs? Probably. Uh, they were a unit before Pence Bob owns the, yeah. the rights. Right? I would like to see AI of Necrogoblicon singing, singing Bob Marley in the way. Or the other way around. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Seeing the goblin sing mm. is pretty like visually stimulating. Uh, and I hope this podcast will be visually stimulating. Well, I guess those who are watching on YouTube. As we talk about some NXT from Tuesday, May 23, 2023. On the road to Battleground. This is a Battleground go-home show. It is, yeah. This Sunday, only on the cock. We start off with a little video. Very old school here. Very, what, uh, Saturday Night's main event, superstars with the intro, like, insert promos? Insert promos for the four women left in the NXT Women's Championship tournament. So you had uh, Lyra talking about being a bird, Cora... Uh, Be Tiffany mean. and Roxanne. Yeah, Lyra says that uh, she's going to be risen up and she's going to pass everyone here, meaning Cora. Cora says that NXT needs and wants me to be champ. Tiffany says I didn't ask to be NXT's it girl, but here I am. And Roxanne says that I'm a history maker and I will become a two-time champion. And that's where we kick off 
Our first match of the evening being Lyra Valkyria going up against Cora Jade. And uh, Booker T off the bat. It's a Booker T heavy show. Just going off about cheating. And he's just excited. He'd love our Uber driver. <laughs> That's for the Patreon yeah, show. True. Don't get us okay. in trouble with that. <laughs> but yeah, cheap plug for that show. Yeah. Uh, so this starts off. There's lots of counting counters and pinning attempts from Lyra and Cora, like back and forth. And every time uh, Lyra is getting the best of Jade, she's getting a little upset. But she eventually turns a sunset flip into like this surfboard, and then a kick to the back of the head, which looked pretty cool. However, Lyra fights back, eventually gets the best of Cora, and hits an axe kick to like the crown of the head, and then a northern light suplex which looked great, but somehow Cora then counters that into like a guillotine hold and is going for her di- double arm DDT, but that's countered with another overhead belly to belly, which like Lyra just threw her over top. Very impressive here. And then when Cora is getting up, she's welcomed by the spin heel kick to the face, kind of like Booker T or fade to black or yeah, kind of like the <clears throat> black mass, right? Yeah. Bird mass. Puck. Yeah, what would you – I feel like we've already made this joke, but what would we rename the Black Mask? Because they just go, oh, kick. She's the bird lady. Like I'm thinking hmm. birds when they – Bird puns. The pigeon pop or like the pigeon poop or something. I don't the know. pigeon but poop? I'm just trying to think of bird stuff and I'm just not very like avian. Yeah, something about nests. I don't know. I'm tired. Yeah, I we could do better. I, than I, that. I think I'm, yeah. I'm not impressed with what, no, what we're coming up, but it's not just you; it's me too. I'm yeah, like, oh, I'm just, I, can't even... I, I like want to play this game. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm like I, my head is just birds, saying birds. The bird, the bird kick. Bird I guess. puns. <laughs> you gonna Google bird puns? I'm gonna AI AI? Let's yeah, Chat GPT this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Lyra Valkyria, kind of an upset win here, painting Cora Jade clean. Also, might add. Yeah, quite quite a sudden finish. And I, I think last week when we kind of gave our predictions, we were saying, oh, it's uh, it's got to be Cora and Roxanne in the final. That makes the most sense. They've got the most history together. It's a match you can you can book with just a few days' notice yeah. as the final. So it was quite surprised to see Lyra win this. I'm quite happy, though. I, I actually think she's been really impressive every time we've seen her. Her kicks look really snug. Um, her wrestling is really the, snug. The Northern Light suplexes she was hitting today had so much snap on them. I thought they, I thought they looked really good. Um, so yeah, I'm actually, I'm pleased it's it's Lyra because um, I think Cora's had her moments and it's time to try and elevate some of these other women. So yeah, I was pretty pretty pleased. But th- I thought these two had a pretty nice match together. Yeah, this is like my favorite Cora match, maybe possibly. Like she, I, she hasn't been hitting for me lately. The character, the wrestling, nothing of Cora Jade really is working and Lyra is someone who's like, yeah, your character is you're the bird lady. But every time I've watched her wrestle, I'm like, Oh man, you could easily be fit in on the main roster with mm-hmm. some of the talent. Like I think she's really talented. So uh, I'm happy that we kind of go for this mat, something completely fresh mm-hmm. than what we thought it was going to be. Yeah. Why did the bird get into martial arts? It wanted to be a black belt in tweet condo and master the art of kick who that's, yeah, that's AI, AI still ain't quite there. Yeah. Yet, that's terrible. But- that is awful. That's the best bird joke that we got. Wow. Great. It's trying. <laughs> well, Lyra advances and she will be fighting at Battleground. We go to, uh, well, actually, after the match, um, it's Cora Jade who attacks Lyra. She's upset at this. So she uses her pipe, her stick. She's getting the stick and attacks the bird lady and kind of injures her leg. Yeah, she keeps attacking the knees, kicking away at it. So sore loser, yeah, mean. 
We see Dragunov attacking Dijak in the back here, and he tries to do the same thing that Dijak did to him a few weeks ago, where he puts him under the garage door and he's trying to slam it. But once again, Oni Larkin there for the save yeah. here and security. Well, he's losing all his security, isn't he? They're all wrestling. Tank, tank. They're like, ah, sorry, we want to be wrestlers wrestle. now. And that's why these things keep happening. Uh, the, this this backstage attack was lacking the sounds of kegs and poles falling over, though. Yeah. It didn't quite hit that same. But Monday Night Raw definitely did. Uh, so, yeah, Dragunov and Dijak are, like, fighting here. And they're supposed to sign this contract later mm-hmm. for their last man standing match. Yeah, this is an ongoing thing throughout the show where they're just both attacking each other. I... I kind of hope they might have watched Roddy v. Jericho from last week. Cause right, fighting all around the yeah, world. that's what I want to see. <laughs> fighting around LOL. <laughs> Vic says, Booker, you better watch out because that contract signing's later. And Book's like, oh, oh boy. As long as they don't break the table in front of me. Don't worry. They won't. We go to our next match. Axiom taking on Daba Kato. We get a tail of the tape. I love a good tail of the tape. Mm. They were basically showing this. This guy's short. This guy's guy's big. (laughs) This guy's huge. Uh, So Axiom keeps trying to fly around this guy early on, but Dabo ain't want none of that and just eventually clotheslines this guy almost out of his boots. He then sends him to the outside and starts to chop him around the desk. And then military presses Axiom back into the ring, which was very impressive. Uh, Axiom, though, comes back and he's got a series of kicks and starts working the leg, brother. There's like a dragon screw out of the ropes. And then some really nice, like, yes kicks, essentially. Like the roundhouse kicks while he's, like, kneeled. And it looked mm. pretty impressive. But when he runs at him, what we think for the golden ratio, it's Dabakato who catches him and hits him with what I call the derailer. Yeah, the the tree slam, the, the bulldo bomb. Yeah, sit out. Powerbomb, spine buster move, bomb. just crushing him here and getting the win. Dabba Kato. He should call it the, the Dabba Dabba Don't. Dabba Dabba Do. The yeah. Dabba Do. Uh, Dabba wins the match after this, but he goes to beat down Axiom. And there's a save out of nowhere flying into your screen is Scripps. Oh, wait. It's Reggie. For some reason, who's dressed like Funaki, number one announcer. So he he's he's wearing like the script short and like cut off sleeve, but blue shirt, and but white. it's now blue and white. Still, like this guy's style is terrible. <laughs> he attacks Daba for the save, and then like the refs kind of pull these guys apart. So it looks like Reggie and Axiom are now superhero tag team. So commentary haven't. Uh, called him Reggie yet, but the whole crowd are chanting Reggie, Vic- and, and Vic's like encouraging it almost he's like oh the nxt yeah. universe knows who he is vic is almost at, uh, almost like playing devil's advocate like oh i did, who is this i don't know who, and vic book is like come on dog. <laughs> yeah we know who that is um yeah i i uh thought the match was all right i i definitely have seen improvements with dabakato in this yeah, run yeah. with the apollo match and this one i think he seems a lot smoother uh for a big guy um and it's one of those things where Look, Axiom's great. I'm more interested in Axiom than I am Dabakato. But sometimes these kind of losses are okay. You're up against a giant out of your division. Realistically, you you probably should lose. So I didn't mind it here. I wonder what they're building Dabakato up for. Because the Apollo uh, feud is like over. Well, Apollo's yeah. been raw. So I wonder what Dabakato is being built up for. 
this point. I guess going up against like your 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 uh, I was going to say TNT champion, North American champion, maybe your world champion, and feuds like that. He he did look good, but better. Uh, this wasn't his best showing, but he does look better than anything he did on the main roster. So he's clearly learning something. I think Axiom really gels with everyone. He's really. good, man. I I, I like, still I still find the character kind of silly and just a bit plain now. But he's going to be teaming with Reggie, which I imagine is the superhero tag team. But like Axiom, like low key, really good wrestler. Oh yeah, one of the best in this company, I think, because he's doing like submission games, wrestling game, mat wrestling, crazy stuff. Yeah, big fan. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind though. Also, speaking of pairing people up, Dabakato being the big dude teaming up with that other big dude. Obafemi. Obafemi and Dabakato. Like, the they got to fight eventually, or if not, just have them team and be two big lads. I, I think that's maybe what I see him being better in, in a tag team. I don't, I don't see him. The new authors of any. pain. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Right? Something like that. What about the falcon kick? The falcon kick? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Like the toucan kick. <laughs> you know, just put a bird in front of it and do, wait, what did you say? The falcon's kick, right? Falcon, falcon kick. kick. This kick is named after the swift and powerful movements of a falcon in flight. The falcon kick. Falcon kick. Involves a quick and forceful extension of the leg, emulating the swift and precise strike of a falcon's talon. Wow. Nice. Falcon kick. You listen, listening, bird lady? (laughs) You ever gone bird watching? Uh, Not really. I've gone on like walks with my family when I was a kid, and then you'd go in a hut and be like, this is where you sit in a hut and look at birds. Yeah. And then you sit, and so then you look, look at pictures of the birds you might see. <laughs> you might and then see. you're like, there's a pigeon. Right, and, and then you go, Dad, can we carry on walking? I did see a Blue Jay up close the other day. Nice. Not not the baseball team players mm. or anything, but like legit. Blue Jays are a, a beautiful bird. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. Mm. Uh, Blue Jay, the Blue Jay kick. The Blue Jay the BJ kick. kick. There you go. We go to a very serious segment here now. Tony D'Angelo. This is the interrogation room footage from Tony D, who has been waiting in this interrogation room. And now he's being interviewed. And this officer, this detective, we, who we can't really see, is saying, why does your name keep coming up in ongoing investigations? Tony D says, ah, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Keep on committing crimes on TV. Like, it was going <laughs> to crash up with me. I was doing everything illegal in front of cameras <laughs> on live television, and it, it did finally catch up with me. My bad. You got me. Uh, 600,000 people see it every week. Uh, give or take. Uh, the detective says, you know, we've received a lot of tips about you. And Tony says, tips, eh? You mean tips? Like bribes? What? You want me to give you a tip to get out of here? Is that what it just takes? He says, sir, are you trying to bribe me? This is like, I'm a federal officer. You can't be doing this. We don't do that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's Florida. Come on. Yeah. He then says, uh, sorry, there's no way that's me. And he kind of shows him a video saying, is this you? And he's like, no, that's not me. Sorry. And then an officer, another officer comes in, says, there's, there's new information about the case. Uh, you're going to want to see. Leave him here. So they leave Tony D in the room as they go talk outside. Very CSI. I, I don't know if, if these are real detectives. I mean, he's in an, an interrogation room. It could be anywhere. They, I, I think, think, they're I think li- these are fakes. I think they've been hired to. Okay, I don't think they're fakes, but I do think that there might be some malarkey going Mm. on here. But there, there is a second half, which I think we could break down later on. Yeah, all right. right. But Tony D is in deep water right now. The feds are 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 watching. Yeah, feds are watching. 
Stan and Deliver recap from the match between Braun and Mello. We get a whole video showing what happened and just a nice edit of all the cheating taken out. Yeah. Blatantly just edit that out. Uh, it cuts to Braun. He low blowed Braun again last week, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Clean cut baby face. But yeah, he won clean at Stan and Deliver, if you remember. Give him a break. He's yeah. from Lowell. He's from Lowell. <laughs> So we have this video. It's like Braun kind of explaining his side of the story. He says that he did it all here. He did everything. He was the champ. He had a crazy run. And he says that he he was the man and he was the champ. He said he stayed after every show, signed every autograph, took every picture. And it shows like all these crazy, you know, coconut loop shows that they've been doing, him posing and, and with people. And he says, and I did all this and I'm beaten by a guy who's not even better than me. And that's what's upset me. And now I'm going to win back the NXT title and I'm going to burn this place down. So he's be- he's planning on beating Mello and taking NXT to the ground. So I'm, I'm- down. <laughs> Just do it, Braun. Beat Mello? Yeah. Yeah. I I like Braun as a heel way better. It's it's worked like instantly. I felt this yeah. heel turn. Sometimes you feel like people are trying to find their their footing a little bit to start with, but I think right out the gate everything's worked. Just as simple as like he looks more badass when he's in black all the time. Yeah. yeah. The the spear thing is like it's like his at RKO. And how many people have we seen over the years have a spear? And I think his are like one of the best. If they're, not the they're best. really working and really come out of nowhere. And we'll talk about it later tonight. But yeah, they, this whole Braun package is really working. Yeah. Uh they recapped that spear on Mello from a few weeks yeah. back and it's still so great. The springboard one? Yeah. yeah. We go to Gallus. And you know it's Gallus because they're in the ring and the lights are all green. It's all green. It's because the green is their flag, right? It's, it's uh, Celtic, right? Is that yeah. what they're going for? It's their football, yeah. Okay. Well, they don't turn the lights off. So the green lights are just shining during this whole promo. Literally think of fiend red lights, but oh, green. green. Green's a better color. Sure. Just like I can't see them, like you're just like. Do you need to see them? Look figures. at these. You always talk how shit these guys. Are. <laughs> no, you don't no, need they, to see them. They were they were not in their gear. They were just like you know dressed. But I, like it's just a weird. I don't think this does anything. Like why all of a sudden would these guys have random green lights? But they start talking about how uh, they've been here for a long time, and they they're saying like, oh, Tony D wanted this match, but it looks like now Tony D'Angelo isn't able to get. This match, and I don't think we'll be seeing him for a long time. So Joe kind of making a reference. They're the ones that tipped off the cops. They're like, hey, guys, we're on this show called NXT, and our colleagues keep murdering people. Do you you want to pull them in? Narcs. (laughs) So they say, we we wanted to wrestle, but we're not going to get to wrestle these guys, so sorry. And then they start running down the Creed brothers, which then the Creeds come out, and they say, hey, Gallus, stop ducking us. Next Sunday, or this Sunday, Battleground, Gallus, Creeds, and put the titles on the line. What else do we have to say? Ring, ring, we're calling you. Pick it up. Let's go. And then Gallus start to laugh. Finally, they turn the green lights off. And they say, you know what? You want to throw hands? Then we'll show you how Gallus boys throw hands. And then it's just a big brawl, but it's two on three. Sorry, it's three on two here. So out comes an unlikely ally stacks mm. for the save to send Gallus packing and the creeds are kind of like oh why is this guy with this but yeah uh, now it is official Gallus versus creeds t- 
to take that battleground this Sunday for the title. It should be really good. Gallus have stepped up, I think, yeah. uh, in ring the last... Uh, since they changed their finish, it's just worked. And Creed's are great. Um, do you see uh, Creed's taking it on Sunday? I think so. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's, I think it's time for them. They had their kind of fake title run, if you know what I mean. Like, they had the tag titles for a, a minute, but, like, I think now... Uh, now's the time to go for them. And they've already kind of set up later in the show against Tony D and Stacks at a later date. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I see Creed's beating Gallus. I have like Gallus. They have stepped it up. They, their, their look, their moves, like they did step up. But I do think this match will be great. I do think the Creed should win. And then, hey, maybe if Braun retains, you finally get that unit of all of them, like kind of together, mm. as champions, and maybe even bad guys. Because maybe the Creed's need to be bad. I I wouldn't mind seeing that because yeah. I think they've come off a bit corny, a bit cheesy when they're talking. Yeah, you know um, we love them, but they're like they're they're baby face characters. Don't I feel like these guys are kind of cool in real life, but it doesn't come across that they've, way. They've become a little lame. Yeah, I think and uh, and I, I didn't think much of this promo segment. I haven't really felt much about the builds to these tag matches in the last few months. Like the the three way was set up by them just drinking in a bar. And now it was just... I, I liked it last week, Julius kind of getting on the headset and being yeah, like, hey, yeah. we want this match, let's do it. I found it a little cheesy today. Yeah, yeah. I do think the match will bang. Definitely a match to watch for this weekend. Mackenzie is with Wesley, and he's looking a little sad. I think he's been sad all week. And she mentions the crack in the friendship with Tyler Bate. And he's like, yeah, you know, Joe Gacy was messing around with my head. And then Tyler Bate, and she that's when she brings in Tyler to talk, and he's just like shaking his head and Tyler's like come on mate and Wes says nah and goes to the ring because he's going to sit for the next match doing commentary and Tyler's just upset that Wes won't talk to him there's a there was a game show in the UK called Golden Balls Golden Balls Golden Balls <laughs> and uh you're like four contestants or whatever you're you're building up the jackpot throughout the show you're you're eliminating contestants and then the final round is you have two balls each. Right. One says split, one says steal. Oh. You have a chat and you're like, okay, the jackpot is 500,000 pounds. Are we splitting? We'll take 250 each. But if both steal, no one gets anything. So they're talking and then obviously sometimes someone splits and the other person steals. <sighs> and sometimes the person who loses gets so mad. They're like, I can't, I was raised not to lie. I can't believe you lied to me and all that. But that's that's the game you're playing. Right. In the world of pro wrestling, the game is winning titles. It's not making friends. And I think Wes is being pretty unreasonable with Tyler Bate here. Yeah. <clears throat> All Tyler said was, yeah, I wouldn't mind having a shot. Yeah, Joe was title. like, he wants a title. And he's like, well, yeah, of course I want a title shot. And yeah. He's like, oh, you hurt my feelings, what? bro. You're saying you're not really my friend? You, you didn't want to just hang out this with me? This whole time? Yeah. Fuck. Both can be true. You can both want to hang out yeah. and have a title right yeah so i i think wes i i i find this story a little lame uh with with wes being a bit kind of upset about when a month ago he he hasn't done anything despicable here yeah a month ago he's like i'll fight anyone axiom i'm your friend i'll fight you it doesn't matter so now all of a sudden he's just mad i think tyler bait needed to do something a bit shittier or like a bit more selfish to get this car trouble this match i don't yeah i i don't know I, i think he should have done something not despicable but just something a little selfish and shitty where it's like, man, you could have just asked for the match. Instead, you had to go about it this way. Right, right. Um, yeah, I don't understand Wes's gripe. 
Well, Tyler Bate is going to take on Eddie Thorpe here one-on-one. Meanwhile, Wes is sitting at the commentary desk because the pay-per-view match is Gacy versus Wes versus Bate for the North American title. Uh, Booker T asks him right away, hey, Wes, I'm not going to beat around the bush. You know, you he played you. You got played and like kind of laughs at Wes. It's like, what did this guy do that played him? So that's again, I did not like this storyline. No. They're acting as if he like suckered him in and beat the shit out and of him. And Wes... Uh, like just on commentary just trails like off. quiet he's yeah. like oh, oh well he you know he he did the, the th- oh i'm just and so just upset. Goes quiet and books like i get it dog. yeah i know man i know, <laughs> I know. yeah wes over i was like what did he do that upset you and i think that shows how thin this story is because wes wasn't able to improvise really on commentary there's nothing getting into why this guy. he's pissed yeah this doesn't make any sense uh so the match starts though tyler and eddie tie up here in exchange there's lots of roll arounds and uh thorpe trying to get the best of bait there's a running crossbody like twisting crossbody from thorpe early on for a near fall uh booker t says he better get that chalupa green on that one man meaning it was a big big slap big shot uh the tyler driver is blocked and then the lariat is also blocked and thorpe uh comes back with a series of kicks bait eventually hits that that running like rope lariat yeah. thing and then connects the bounce of the neck thing it needs yeah a name as Vic well. calls it the bot bang and i'm like i'm pretty sure that's the other thing that's the so, fake out yeah punch. it's yeah. kind of a bot bang tyler hits the tyler driver at 97 and picks up the victory here uh after the match wes goes in the ring to be like hey maybe i'm not as mad at you as i think i am and then in comes joe gacy who hits the upside down on both of them taking them out and then is is laughing afterwards, and then Tyler and Wes have a little bit of a shoving match mm. during the commercial break. Like, ah, why did you do that? He got the best of us. So yeah, yeah. I I think the match will be good between these three. I I can't say the story's been particularly compelling. Right. Uh, I I have loved this whole run like, run of Wesley. This open challenge thing. It's really worked for him. Uh, and I'm sure this match will deliver, but the story's been a little weak. Um, I'm still waiting to kind of be wowed by Eddie Thorpe as well. Yeah. He's very solid, but boring, I've I found. It's, so far. it's the same it's like way I found wrestle. him. This guy can wrestle. Yeah. Uh, but I'm waiting to be like, like, oh man, that was good. And you're in there with Tyler Bate, who you, you should be. Okay, granted, they didn't have a great deal of time and the story is focused on something else, but. I'm, yeah, waiting to see a bit more from this guy. Yeah, uh, watching him as Carl Fredericks in New Japan, he didn't do a whole lot there either. Right. So it's kind of just you've got the new coat of paint and then just yeah, just there. But maybe your time will still come. He's still you know, new to new there, here, so, so like yeah. give it time. But yeah, but yeah, I'm waiting. Well, we see backstage Lyra Valkyria. She's saying she's hurt. She's got a bruised and swollen knee and she's waiting for it to go down. And then the doctors can take a look at it. And uh, but she doesn't think it's torn. She said, "I should." Yeah, be good. I should. I still should be good for the show and the pay per view. And then uh, Mackenzie says, "You know, hey, who would you want to face out of the main event tonight? Whether would it be Roxanne or Tiff?" And Lyra says, "To be true, to be honest, I want to face Roxanne. I want to face the best. Nice. So maybe she'll get her wish. Maybe she won't." We go to Noam Dar. He's got his Heritage Cup. And uh, he's getting ready for his match when we see this shoving fest that happened during the break between Wes and Tyler. So those two getting a little antsy against each other. But Noam Dar shows up, the Supernova 11, wearing 
cornrows, braids? He's got braids, yeah. <laughs> braids. He comes out with his heritage cup, and he treats this cup like it is his baby. He sits it down. He's, he's cleaning it. He's talking to it. He's kissing it. He sets it up ringside, and he's going one-on-one against Nathan Frazier who comes out with his best Seth Rollins cosplay and entrance. They've definitely, uh, he's always kind of worn this gear, but it's getting more and more Seth-like. Yeah. And now he's like, his hair's even longer. He's growing the beard out. It's like, they're very much... Mini Seth. And they don't hide from it on commentary either. They're saying he was trained by this guy. Yeah. So they're uh, absolutely building for that one day. Yeah. Uh, so Frazier versus Noam Dar. Now the Heritage Cup is not on the line here, but it is on the line this Sunday when Dar takes on Dragon Lee. So this match kicks off and Frazier, like always, is just so fast. He's running the ropes and dodging everything from Noam Dar. There's a spot where he keeps mm. missing the clothesline and, and Frazier keeps getting the best of him. Really impressive, very fast. Uh, eventually Dar gets kicked outside and then like hugs his cup as they go to commercial break. He's like, oh, did he hurt you, baby? Kisses it. When we come back, somehow Dar is in control, but then kicks uh, Frazier in the face here as he's going for a springboard. The ref right away checked on him. He, like, he kicked the, the leg away, which, like, made had him, him fall and bounce, like, face first off the top row. Yeah, and the ref right away was like, yo, you good? And Frazier's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, they kept going with the fast punches here. Uh, there's then, like, these, like, yeah, again, another PK after hitting that one again. Um, and then a Superman punch from Noam Dar. This was like a, a diving, like thrusting one with so much speed. It yeah. looked awesome. I wasn't sure if I was watching Noam Dar or Ken Shamrock here because then there's a, what, ankle lock. He's going yeah. all submission. I had no idea Noam Dar. I, the last time I watched Noam Dar wrestle, he did not wrestle like this. He was very impressive here. Uh, somehow Frazier gets out of it and hits his moonsault into the reverse DDT. This move is crazy. They're then going back and forth. Frazier hits a swinging neck breaker for a near fall. Misses the Phoenix Splash. There's then a swinging like knee buster. This is the ankle lock spot. There's a Bubba Bomb into a Fujiwara armbar. The Mighty Mouse special from Noam Dar here. And and I bought that this would be the finish here. But uh, Frazier eventually gets out of that. Hits him with a super kick. Noam Dar comes back with the Judas effect. There's then Dragon Lee who comes out. He's watching this. He's staring at the cup. And he's, this pisses off and distracts Noam Dar. Which allows... Uh, him to go to the outside, and Frazier hits him with a tope, sends him back in, and connects with the Phoenix Splash to get the one, two, three over the Heritage Cup champion Noam Dar in a hell of a match. I I really like this, and I thought this did such a good a job of reestablishing Noam Dar, uh, someone who has been in this system for a long time now, like since the the Cruiserweight Classic, right? Yeah. Uh, I think was where we first saw him. Wow. Right, yeah. right, yeah. So a long time ago, you're talking like six years here uh, in this system, and I feel that they've managed to give him like this fresh coat of paint, and he feels like a big deal. They've been featuring him a, a lot on NXT, and I thought he backed it up in ring here. His his mix of like MMA, uh, like the, the strikes and everything, he looked vicious and nasty, yeah. and... Uh, I, I found it a bit disappointing, the distraction finish. I thought it was a bit of a, a lazy finish um, and maybe setting up for uh, a rematch for the cup, potentially down the line with Nathan Fraser, with him getting this win here. Um, but I, yeah, this was probably my favorite match of the night. And it was oh, really yeah. pleasing like to go, oh, that's what Noam Dar can do. Uh, great. Now we're going to see him against Dragon Lee. That I 
from watching this match, I'm even more excited for the the Heritage Cup match of the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. The only downer is Dark coming in losing his kind of yeah match here, which makes me to believe he's winning on Sunday. Which I think him in the cup makes more sense. I I think it does. I I actually think they've done a really good job, um, kind of getting us to understand what this cup is over the last few weeks. Yeah, I thought the video package here explaining the. Um, yeah, a little, little bit later on. A bit later, yeah, right? they go. I have it here. They they do a little promo on the Heritage Cup and they explain like the tradition of European wrestling. The, the clips were pretty cool. Uh, six three minute rounds, twenty second breaks in between each round. Yeah. So and it's first two out of three falls, uh, or the most falls at the end of the the rounds wins. Which uh, we also discussed uh, on a was next recently because on commentary William Regal like went into the real history yeah. deep into it, which we discussed. The as Lord well, Alfred yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, rules. can't yeah. remember now, but we did talk about it. But yeah, the Heritage Cup match. Noam Dar really surprising me here. I, I was a fan of him before because I remember being like, oh, whenever we when do we watch him in Progress and uh, that Cruiserweight Classic and some NXT UK and like he was always good, but always funny is what I remembered because mm. the Alicia Fox thing. But man, after watching this, no, that match and is going to I think there's a lot of bang. time when he was kind of doing the cruiserweight, like more 205 stuff. Uh, he's not really kind of allowed to wrestle like this. I guess, yeah. I think, I mean, we didn't watch a whole lot of NXT UK. So I think he was kind of doing this stuff there. Uh, but certainly when we were seeing him on Raw and on 205, he yeah. definitely wasn't allowed to show how good he is like he was here i love booker t on commentary during this match was like yo if it was me i i wouldn't have brought that cup over to north america i would have just let it chill at home and hopefully people would have forgot what the heritage cup was because you might lose it this sunday because he's got it he's had it for like 200 days 300 days or something. they said he's had two runs with it yeah so over 500 days it's crazy he's held this almost as crazy as roman's reign i know right the heritage cup but yeah i actually really impressed by dar in that match with that Heritage Cup on the line Sunday. Could be crazy. What did you think of the song we're getting on Sunday? Uh, Animal by Paris with a V. Yeah, it's good. It, you know, hard, like, rock. NXT still uses, like, rock music, which I love all genres of music, don't get me wrong, mm. but sometimes pop music doesn't necessarily fit, fit as well. with, like, fighting and stuff. So mm. I am always happy to see I like that. bands with, with a V. V in it instead, yeah. yeah. Churches. Churches. Yeah, have they used the church's song for wrestling? Probably not. <laughs> they like might as well these days. It's some of the ones they pick for main roster. Probably, yeah, true. They just get the weekend. Just again. clearest blue. <laughs> See, it's not. Yeah, it's not really. Match. Yeah, it's still not really. Yeah, no, it's not really the. <laughs> we got. We need Necrogoblicon. Yeah. <laughs> Mackenzie Mitchell is with Dragonov backstage. And she's asking him, hey, what was going on with last week? That was weird. <laughs> she didn't say that, but she should have. I would yeah. have respected it more. He says, yeah, last week was torture. I was literally being tortured by Dijak. And, but I'm still standing. And Sunday, Dijak won't. And I noticed in the background there was a bunch of like NXT stars like Brooks and Jensen chatting, chilling. And I'm like, something's going to happen. Dijak runs in. Uh. <laughs> the camera pans. He's like walking in like... Frankenstein into a house. In his <laughs> trench coat and sunglasses. <laughs> and says, you! And then they start to brawl and everyone's pulling them apart and it's anarchy, it's chaos, it's cat and dogs living <laughs> together and they'll fight till later tonight. But yeah. yeah. Carmelo Hayes, we get a video cap. We saw one for Braun with uh, his story going into this match and now Carmelo. This was really cool. This is showing clips of him this whole week. He's already been back like in the Boston area in Lowell, in Lowell. Massachusetts. 
Is it massive two shits? Massive two tits? Massive two shits. <laughs> right. Massive two si- mass- How do you properly say it? Massachusetts. 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 Chew. Chew. Like Wendy Chew. Massachusetts. There we go. Nice. Carmelo Hayes is there. Uh, no disrespect to anyone from Massachusetts. Sure. Uh, but there, uh, this was pretty cool, actually. It's showing it like he's there with the title, doing interviews, radio, TV stations. And he was even at the Celtics game. He got the whole red carpet. He mm. was sitting front row, chilling. Uh, he, he was looking like uh, Jack Nicholson at a Lakers game. Just he's the superstar there. He's yep. getting to sit front row. Uh, he says it's a big deal coming back. His, his family and his friends are going to be able to see him here. Uh, and then he goes to this this bar, this restaurant. Kowloon's. Kowloon's. We gotta, we gotta go to Kowloon's. This looked great. So it has all these like autographs of all these famous people who've come so by. So it's yeah, Kowloon. It, it looks kind of cool. Uh, it's like a, a Asian cuisine, uh, but they also have events and like a bit of a club in there. And uh, but they've got all these wrestlers that have been there over the years, and you can go on their website, kowloonrestaurant.com forward slash wrestling wow. and see all the people that have been there greats like a train and uh the rock it showed the rock and on christopher Nowinski was there and who else we got they here? showed like hogan stone cold and yeah. crash sure. holly went there oh nice yeah Cow uh chico sorry chico rico rico went there how dare you yeah uh rico. no but they've had like some huge stars the rock hogan uh kevin nash kurt angle jericho wow. the brain Rosie and Jamal. Well, Carmelo Hayes ends this by saying, Braun, you're just not ready. And my dogs don't bark. They bite. So, yeah, Melo and Braun. They cheat as well, don't they? Apparently. Yeah. You know what this program was missing in the Braun one? The promo here was you and you and your friend Trick. You keep getting involved. Your friend. Your friend. Well, I don't need friends. You want a friend? Get a dog. Get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and Sunday? You got one. I'm that dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You missed the opportunity there. But yeah, I really like these videos, especially the me- mellow one here. Yeah, like I, th- I think um, being the go-home show, they've built the match. There's not much more story to really tell yeah. now at this point. So I like when they do these to kind of just catch people up. Yeah. We go to our next match. It's the battle of the security guards. It's the battle of the friends. Hank v. Tank. Hank Walker versus Tank Ledger. Uh, they both come out to Freebird ripoff number 16, yep. and they both are coming out together. Like they're walking, they're making their entrance yeah. together, even though they're going to fight each other. Yeah. Great, great moment in wrestling. They're I love friends. them. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think, didn't uh, Cash and Dax do that last year in yeah. the Owen? I think yeah, they yeah. had their like, entrance together. And they fought. Uh, it's nice. Well, uh, Hank v. Tank here, and uh, they start to sh- hit shoulder blocks on each other, and they're trying to overpower each other. Then they start to beat on each other. Booker says it's, this shouldn't, they shouldn't do this. If they're trying to be a team, they shouldn't try to fight each other. And then just says, you know what? They, should, they shouldn't be a team. They should just <laughs> Booker didn't know what he was saying here. Uh, Vic Joseph uh, tells Booker to calm down and doesn't know what he's talking about and says, hey, what are you going to order from DoorDash tonight? Chicken parm? And Booker laughs it off. Uh, Hank hits a splash in the corner and then both of the guys run at each other and they like hit a double splash on each other, mm. like d- double cross body cross body. And Hank like gets on top of tank and the ref counts a three count Yeah, and the match is over. I'm not saying there was much hype into this match, but maybe I talked myself into having hype for this match, but this did not hit for me. No, I, I think, uh, 
when we've seen these guys so far, we haven't seen a whole lot of either of them. Obviously, we've seen a bit more of Hank. They've been against, like, more established people. Right. These are two, like, pretty new people to wrestling. And I felt like they were playing wrestler yeah. here in this match. Yeah, yeah. It felt uh, like... It, felt it like... did feel like two friends having a bit of fun and having, like, like, oh, let's pretend to be wrestlers. You'll be called Hank and I'll be called Tank. And... I didn't think it was very good. Because, like, I like these guys. They are yeah. definitely, like, their charisma, especially what we've seen. Like, Hank, we've seen wrestle a bunch, but Tank oozes it. Like, it's, it seems like he's got that. But the wrestling, I don't know, maybe I was just I, I think expecting you, something. Yeah, I think you wanted, you know, either of these guys against someone like, I don't know, like a a Bronson Reed, another Hoss, who could maybe control it a bit more. Yeah. Might have worked better but i i think this was maybe a bit too soon to do this for these guys it was too soon or maybe it was like actually this is all just set up for this they both get up and they're like ah we both won <laughs> Braun breaker runs in the ring and spears one of them Holy. spears the other one great looking spears hey he's gotta be the best yeah really like these guys these lads are big and these spears looked awesome yeah hank and tank went down yeah damn big spears by Braun as he stares at the camera and says mellow Sunday, you're next. <laughs> he didn't say that. We'll hear that on Wednesday. Yeah. Or Sunday, maybe, possibly. Uh, but yeah, we go to the Diamond Mine backstage. They're chatting with Ivy and in comes Stax. And they're like, hey, thanks for uh, helping us out there. Like, sorry to hear about Tony D. It sounds like he's sleeping with the fishes. And Stax is like, no, 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 you're getting it wrong. Say it right. He get, it sounds like he's sleeping with fish. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 that's not how it is. You're saying it wrong. And says, like, hey, uh, you know, Gallus picked a fight with us. I couldn't let them, you know, beat on you guys. And uh, as soon as we're done with them, we're sending them back on a plane to Scotland. And then Ivy says, yeah. And then Stack says, hey, if you need you need me in your corner, you, I got your back. And they say, you know what? Thanks for the, the invite, but we've just been burned by trusting people. So uh, we'd rather do this on our own. But if we win the titles, you and Tony can get the first shot. Mm. And then they walk off, and Stax looking a little upset. And I could be reading into things, but Stax went, okay, and then went on his phone. Yeah. Stax has been doing that a lot. Stax is... Who's he working for? Yeah, he's up to something. So, yeah, like, it could be he, uh, like, he's the one that snitched on Tony, and he's in Gallus' pocket. Yeah, Gallus exactly. paid him off. Um, the way it was last week. So he will help Gallus retain, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not mm. sure what's going on. But Stax is acting sus. We go to our next segment. Gigi Dolan comes out. She's looking a little different now. She's got, like, obviously her new Titan Tron of music. But I th- I'd say her look looks different from the the time before. The I forget the Toxic Attraction. Toxic attra- I almost called them Extreme Expose, but that was a different group. <laughs> Uh, so Gigi comes out and she has a microphone and a rose and she starts talking about her story that JC has brought up the past few weeks with her, her parents and her troubled home. And she says that when she finally got here to NXT and WWE, she thought she finally found a family and everyone treated each other great. When she found toxic attraction, she thought she found a family and JC Jane, I, I let you in and you tore everything down and you just ruining my life. And she's interrupted by JC Jane, who's now standing in the crowd and says... On the pub. Yeah. No, she's at the Toxic Lounge. Oh. She says, do you know where I'm standing? This used to be our Toxic Lounge, where we'd sit 
and we'd look down on everyone else. And well, Gigi, I just want to move on from you, but you've rode my back seats and I'm better. I'm on to bigger, better things. Gigi says, the only reason you attacked me and did all this is so that people won't think of you as the third wheel. Mm. There's no mention of Mandy Rose throughout this entire promo, but that might be the only one really. Uh, She then says, uh, I already beat you. And, JC says, yeah, well, I beat you, too, and I embarrassed you in front of your pathetic brother. And Gigi says, yeah, well, I gave you stitches, and it's 1-1. So how about we settle this right here, but not right now. Next week, not at Battleground. And uh, JC says, yeah, and brings up Gigi and her Instagram stories. Again, I'm not really sh- what she's referring to maybe the i miss being priscilla kelly says you're just uh you're always pandering to your loyal fan base on social media yeah yeah uh she says yeah well next week gg i'll fight you in a steel cage gg says yeah well jc jane is a fake ass bitch and how about we make that cage match a weaponized steel cage on fire with barbed wire and lasers cake yeah i don't know uh, Gigi Dolan versus JC Jane next week on NXT Tuesday night in a steel cage with weapons, a weaponized steel cage. Uh, yeah, I, I think Gigi, since this like stuff about her, her family has been used in her promos. I think she's actually, uh, tapped into something. And like, I think her, her promos sound really real and authentic. And I like kind of how she's married, like some real life with, and then I finally felt I had a family and they right. betrayed me as well. Yeah, yeah. I think she sounded really good and way better than when she ever spoke in Toxic Attraction. Um, it's, uh, I haven't thought their matches have hit really so far. I think some of their promos have. I, I thought this was pretty good from both of them. I think both have leveled up on their promos. Um, JC obviously now not hiding behind anyone, but really stepping forward as like a, a, a bigger character on her mm-hmm. own. Um, but I, I'm kind of not surprised this isn't at the pay-per-view because I said the other two matches haven't quite hit and they do like to keep these cards pretty tight. Um, but maybe they'll get a bit longer on TV next week. And Yeah, make it a bigger deal. Make it the main event Make it the main event. Give yeah. it a bit more time than they normally get. Um, yeah, could be good. See the return of Mandy. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> we saw her tonight. Right. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Uh, You know what? I at first was like, okay, I'm kind of over this feud. And then I thought Gigi finally got into, she sounded way more comfortable. Maybe that's the the, the thing. Like I miss being Priscilla Kelly. So she out here dressing and sounding a bit more like how she used to before the toxic stuff. And JC is good at really, she's yelling and screaming all the time. And Mm. so finally Gigi calling her a, what was that? Fake ass bitch. Fake ass bitch. Love that. Love Mm. that in my wrestling. Speaking of, we go to Luca Crucifino. Another fake ass. He seems bitch. a bit like a fake ass bitch. Uh, he's hilarious. I love this guy. So he is uh, outside the courtroom. <laughs> this is one of those things. This is one of those characters where, uh, like, wrestling fans who do not know of it or don't watch NXT do not know about this wrestling lawyer. Right. Yeah. And okay, you know about your Mark Sterling. Yeah, yeah. But then we got Luca Crucifino. There's, there's, I, told, I tell you, there's one in WoW too. They, she goes by the world's greatest attorney. So there's a lots of lawyers in wrestling. But Luca Crucifino is here. And he says, Vaughn, you've gone too far. I swear this is filmed like outside an actual <laughs> courthouse or steps somewhere. 
And he says, you leave me with no option. I got to settle this in the ring. And uh, when, I, when I'm done with you, Vaughn, I promise uh, you're going to wish you never me- messed with me. And you're going to regret that you didn't settle outside of court. And then as he's finishing his promo, he hands his business card to this woman walking by who's just like, oh, uh, thanks. So, Luca Crucif- Luca Crucifino. Yeah. <laughs> We're like going back to the well of other jobs mm. in, in wrestling. This lawyer's pretty like bought it, like easy to go on, but maybe this, this guy is funny. So let's see where we can go with him. Uh, we see this is when we got the Heritage Cup uh, video package, what I kind of ever talked about. But we see a video, NXT Anonymous, and earlier tonight, we saw Noam Dar, after his match, talking to Aura Mensa. Remember him? Kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Last week, you were like, I don't know who that is. And I was like, you do, you do. It's Aura Mensa. Come on, man. But it's another one of those, like, NXT names that I'm like, okay. Aura Mensa. thrown two words together to make something. Noam Dar is like, hey, man, uh, I need some people in my corner. Because, like, it looks like Dragon Lee's got Nathan Frazier on Sunday, and I need you. And that's something they kind of brought up in, in the video. this video. It's like during the 20-second breaks, that's when you go to your, your cornerman or your partner to, like, give you notes yeah. and freshen you up and stuff. Like it shows the clips where, yeah, they give them water and yeah. stuff, yeah. Uh, Mensa laughs them off and says, no, absolutely not, and walks away. When Lash Legend and Jakara Jackson, Miss Jackson, shows up, yeah. not Latoya. Not Latoya. <laughs> and... They're kind of talking to him and they kind of shush him up, but he seems, it seems like maybe he's found his, his trainers with these two. I, well, no, they, Lash said you can kiss your little cup goodbye. I, I don't know. I, like, he still seemed like he was like happy with them. Yeah. So he just has no friends. I don't think so. He's driven everyone away. Well, you saw the report, the dirt sheets t- yesterday and today. What, what's that? Alicia Fox says she ain't done. Oh, she ain't done with wrestling. She says she ain't she? done. Yeah. She says, I've been brushing up. I'm getting ready to go back Good. to the ring. Do you think we see her this Sunday? Is she is she the attacker? Who? Wait, why would she be attacking these people? Because she wants to come back to wrestling. Okay. I think she could help her former friend here. Yeah, it, with, help Noam? Yeah. That would be great. She should help him in the in the Heritage Cup. Because he's got Nathan Frazier, and he should have nobody. And then, like, last round. It is kind of backwards, out. isn't it? That the, the heel doesn't have the corner man. <laughs> yeah. But the baby. Oh, yeah, does. true. Right. Yeah. It's like, Nate, like, and it's not like Noam Dar has ever had anyone cheating for him. Yeah. This whole time. But it's, it is backwards. Yeah. It's like, um, sorry, who's he facing? Um, Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee is like, oh, I better have Nathan in my corner here. <laughs> Good old Nathan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully we see someone come to the aid of Noam Dar this Sunday. We go to our next match. It is Big Va- Big Bad Vaughn versus Luca Crucifino. Vaughn Wagner beats the hell out of this guy. Pounds on him, clotheslines him, chases him around the ring. Crucifino tries to come back, but he just... Actually, he hits a pretty cool-looking move. He hits the... Uh, Hip-toss, the- neck-breaker. Billy yeah. Gunn, yeah. right? Yeah, he hits that. That looks cool. And then Vaughn beats him up again. Luca keeps running away and then goes over to Mr. Stone and says, give me that picture of Vaughn, and then goes into Robert Stone's jacket and pulls out the photo that, of course, This Stone's guy just carries this photo holding around everywhere. It. And he goes, ah, look at this freak. And the crowd starts to chant, you messed up, as Vaughn Wagner sees this and hears Crucifino say this, and he becomes possessed. He grabs this man, gets him in the ring, just starts pounding on him against the ropes. The ref counts to five, 
and is forced to disqualify Vaughn. And the crowd are cheering for Vaughn now. It's the most over, he's, the most oh, biggest reaction yeah, yeah. he's ever gotten. And then Vaughn power bombs this dude onto the announce table. Booker T got out of the way real quick. I am the table as well. The table did not break, but this guy went splat on it. The crowd chant one more time, but they do not do it. They leave this poor bastard there. But uh, weird angle, one of the weirdest angles. It has been, but I think it's worked for Vaughn. Yeah, it definitely is. He's now in this babyface role, and people really got into seeing him beat up this guy here. And could this be his Wardlow, his thing, where he's like, you know, kind of, it's like contained rage. This is where he hulks, like it's it's the Undertaker own, but it's his photo of him with a weird head as a baby, (laughs) and then he's like, ah, Bob Stone's just like fun. Shows the picture. Remember, remember the <gasps> May nineteenth. <19th. laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, the crowd were popping for Von. Here. I was popping for Von. Yeah. I've been telling everybody. So maybe, maybe this is working. Von, Von's. Think about it. Five years main event of WrestleMania. Von's losing the match. He's getting the, sh- the shit kicked out of him by Austin Theory. World title on the line. But Bob Stone just pulls out the picture, and he just hulks what, up. What, was it Festus? They did something. Like yeah, that with- Festus was. You ring the bell. Right. Ring the bell and he gets crazy, Something and then like you, ring, that. you ring the bell again. And- I kind of like if if they continue, and I think we need more sketches backstage of Von Wagner being, you know, open, right, open, honest, and emotional with Robert Stone. So then, when it's like, okay, it's rage time, I'm going to put someone through a table. It like really gets that reaction. I yeah, maybe maybe I'm turning a corner here. Absolutely. I hope everyone. You've sees. always been around the yeah. corner with this guy. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've always, it's, I always celebrate Come Tuesday. <laughs> uh, I hope we get a, a spot with these two in Lowell. In Lowell? Massachusetts. And they're eating pistachio ice cream. Yeah. Still need to see that. Oh, yeah. Pistachio, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We go to Tony D. He's in the t- interrogation room, and the officers come back in and they say, Mr. D'Angelo, we got to clear some things up. And he goes, yeah, I hope so. I got to get out of here. I got to take my mother to the grocery store. And they say, well, you're not going to be leaving because, sir, you're under arrest. You have the right to become an attorney. (laughs) (laughs) And they arrest him. And I don't know. Something's a little fishy with these police officers. So Tony D has, in fact, been arrested. We knew last week he got called in that it wasn't going to look good for him. And now he is officially, he is behind After bars. After potentially another phone call from Stacks. Right. Right? That was the last scene, him walking out with exactly. the phone, and now he's arrested. Okay, so Tony D didn't get the pay-per-view title match because A, Gallus snitched. Hmm. Stacks might have something to do with it. Hell, the Creeds could have something to do with it. Ivy could have done this. And this is this will be like, yeah, Gallus have paid Stacks for this, so he's gonna they're going to keep their title. Now Stacks is the Don. Yeah, I guess. Stax right. takes over as the Don, and when Tony comes back, he'll be like, yo, what? We'll have a what, what, a sleeping with the fishes, Matt. So you're saying Gallus retains them because Stax is going to help them? Yes. But then there's four of them. Oh, he's not going to join them? He's just going to help them? No, Stax is, like, turning on Don. Like, right, yeah. he's, like he paid... Gallus were like, look, we'll get Don arrested. Sorry, Tony D yeah. arrested, so you can be the boss yeah, yeah. the Don. The Don. You help us keep the titles. Damn. Well, great, great stuff. Great shit. 
someone in the chat is uh, who, Joe Nobly is saying, "Hey, you're you're missing over the theme that Crucifino came out to. He came out to People's Court." Ding, 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 oh, ding. Okay. Uh, oh, and we got to talk about his attire as well. Ding, 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 ding. What was his attire? It was like. A shirt and tie, but sleeveless with a vest. He's a lawyer. He's, he's a lawyer. We need to get away from this. Andre Chase wrestling in his his clothes. Yo, where was any mention of Andre Chase we or Chase seen University? Bit, have we? No Chase U this week. Uh oh. Yeah. They'll be back. I hope so. Well, we go to our main event match of the evening, the finals, well, the semifinals, I guess, in the tournament. The winner of this goes on to face Lyra Valkyria at Battleground for the NXT Women's Title. Tiffany Stratton taking on Roxanne Perez. These two start off, and it's like a, they're like firecrackers here, countering each other's roll-ups attempts. A lot of it's Roxanne getting sneak pins on Tiff, who keeps kicking out at the last second very fast. They counter each other's moves where they keep like handsprings out of it. Roxanne showing her athleticism, uh, not to be outdone by Tiffany, who's I mean, with her history doing like backflips and cartwheels and really cool counters here. Uh, Tiff is on the outside. Roxanne runs from the inside of the ring. For a tope, but gets caught on Tiff's shoulders. That was a very impressive mm. spot that I'm sure we'll see her continue to do as they go to break. When we come back, we finally see Roxanne hitting a tope for real this time into the Thez press and then beats on Tiff. She gets her in the ring, but Tiff comes back and gets her on the shoulders again, hits the you can't escape, uh, the fireman roll, but then goes for the moonsault and it's a miss, lands on her feet almost like rolling backwards, only to hit Roxanne with our second derailer of the night yeah the what the baldo bomb what would this one be called the denailer denailer the the, the i don't know y- you're asking me yeah we're not good at the names of these things but this 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 looked pretty good but roxy kicks out of it eventually tiff's going for something off the top rope but roxanne counters it with a rana off the top for a near fall this looked awesome uh roxanne's coming in with a series of kicks and tries to hit uh, she hits like a, a side rush and leg sweep but Tiff just hits her with his like face slam and goes for a power bomb, but Roxanne counters that as well into a Rana for a near fall. There's pump kicks. There's the re- side Russian leg sweep. There's then pop rocks, which is blocked, and then the you can't escape again from Tiffany, and then this time allows her to hit the prettiest moonsault ever for the one two three, and Tiff winning clean again. Tiff right. winning clean over the former champion, and she advances to battleground in a pretty good main event yeah we sing this girl's praises every week she's like she's great and and roxanne's great as well i i thought these two gelled together really well i'd love to see this whether it's tiff wins this tournament i'd love to see this run back on a like bigger states on, on like a ple yeah um i i really like her like the rolling scent on the you can't escape because sometimes you see people do it and kind of trying to protect the person that's like, all right, you're on my shoulders. I'm going to do a forward roll. She kind of jumps to like drive their back into the mat to flip out of it. It looks really good. And then that moonsault's just beautiful. Uh, no, I thought these two had, had pretty good tech chemistry and, and like Tiffany is weirdly kind of like, she doesn't look jacked, but then she's got this strength. Like, as you mentioned, catching the, the running person. Dive. Yeah into the the fireman carry was really impressive and we've seen a few feats of strength like that from her and like she's only like five foot five she's like she looks comes oh really across as yeah this little like yeah barbie and then she's got this she's the buff strength. barbie as she calls yeah it. like yeah. i i just see like 
this girl being such a star. I've seen big things. Don't Future... wrong, I love Roxy. Yeah, so I yeah. Think she's fantastic. No, though. it's all about Tiff. Honestly. And they've booked her right. Like they haven't had her cheating to win this. Um, she's had clean wins. And I, I think her and Lyra will have a, a really good match at the pay-per-view. Out of all the combinations, those two would have the best match. Mm. So I actually do think, unless they're going with the Lyra's injured or something angle, which would not make sense, but she's, she's yeah. should to be in the match. I'm, I'm also trying to figure out when she does the, you can't escape the Crowder's chanting it. Right. But like, she needs to have something else. So I'm wondering if they were chanting something else like epiphany. Cause she's been using that thing as well. Like, cause it's, you can't escape when she, when she hits it, right. They, they they yell that. So I'm wondering if they're chanting something else. So she, cause she calls it the prettiest moonsault ever. Mm. There's, there's other things to be played on there, but yeah, Tiffany is money. Tiffany Stratton makes it happen here again. And I'm excited for that match on Sunday. Uh, after the match, NXT anonymous or someone, attacks Roxanne Perez. Oh, no, this is an NXT Anonymous. This NXT is just... Anonymous is being filming this happen. Right, sorry. So this is just the NXT parking lot come to life. This <laughs> is who attacked Hideo Itami <laughs> back in the day. Like... This is, uh, so we presume a woman attacking Perez. It's the same woman we've seen attack Nikita Lyons, Nikita, uh, Ra- R- Soruka, all these other people. So she attacks and then runs Danny away. Palmer, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this person runs off. We're not sure who they are, but... So uh, not as vicious attack here on Roxy. It's just, just like, kind of yeah, attacks her from run. behind. Yeah, who do who do you think? And I I assume we'll find this out at the pay per view. Oh, I think it would be the reveal. No. Oh, okay. or maybe next week. Okay. Yeah, I guess Stevie Turner. Uh, I I don't know. I'm not Alicia Fox. Mm. Not Mandy Rose. Mm. Yeah, who did she attack? Roxanne? Maybe. I mean, Roxanne took her title. Yeah, makes sense. I don't know. Not too into this. Kind of looked a little shorter than Mandy Rose. Yeah, but you know they like to, in wrestling, it's always someone else. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So that was like our main event. And honestly, a a good match to end the show with. But after this, we do have Dijak making his entrance. And he's attacked by Ilya. And they start to fight around the ringside. They sign the contracts. They're getting separated by security, by the jobber cops. Dijak headbutts him. They're, They're playing with the steps here. Ilya crushes him, and then they like they stand up face to face, and it's like last man standing. There was uh, Ilya has his like forearm to the back of the neck that he does oh, like yeah. leaping one to the floor, but he did it diving off the steps here to get even more. How does he not it. kill someone doing this? Yeah, I, I thought the physicality here was really good. Uh, Ilya yeah. not afraid to be thrown around, and Diajak not holding back at all, just launching him kind of into the crowd here and stuff. I I really hope. Because I, I think I'd enjoy a straight singles match between these guys more. But I hope they try and do something a bit different than the classic last man standing matches we usually see. You and would that's imagine, why, That's yeah. why I brought up Jericho and Roddy earlier. Because how many Falls Count Anywhere matches have we seen over the years? Loads. And I thought that was such a memorable one. And I think these two are really capable to put on something really special. Yeah. Last man standing matches aren't my favorite. Type of match, but if done right, like they could be pretty good. I think my favorite one is Edge and Cena had one, but Ed, Cena and Umaga, the Rumble. Oh yeah, man, okay. that one's lit. Umaga was Jericho just... Triple H is a good one, yeah. fully loaded. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, after this, they sign the contract. There is a recap of NXT tonight, and then a kind of a hype package for Battleground, which I thought was a pretty good video yep. too. Shows us all the matches, gets us super hyped for this Sunday show, and you know what? I'm way more hyped. 
than I thought I would be considering there's another pay-per-view it's going up against this Sunday. On his, like... Let's go through this Double card. Double Nothing yeah. haven't announced a great deal for this show. Yeah. And, and like, I'm, I'm kind of into some of these matches for All right. Battleground. Yeah, we'll go through this list and give some predictions here. Let's go for the tag team title match. Gallus taking on the Creed Brothers. What do we see? Is Stax working with Gallus? Yeah, I caught myself into Gallus retaining okay. with Stax in their pocket. Yeah. All right. Maybe I could see the same way. But to go to offset yours, I'll say the Creed's finally right. get it. Uh, we have the Triple Threat North American Championship. Wesley, Tyler Bate, and Joe Gacy. I see Wesley retaining. Wes has been on a run. This yeah. is he, he says today, like, hey, I'm, I could be the best North American champion ever. I do think that already, just considering this run of matches that he's had. But And especially when you have a, a big run. I don't want to see it, like, lost in a triple threat. With like yeah, the guy just Tyler Bate get pinned, and that's how. Yeah, exactly. Like I think if when he loses this, it's going to be a big deal, and I don't see this being the match that that happens. Okay, yeah, I kind of see Wes retaining as well, but maybe Tyler, like after the match, like turns on him, turns on him, and then you get a big hot singles match with personal stakes as well moving forward. Yeah, that makes more sense for the story because yeah. that's kind of flat, but the match will bang for sure. As will Noam Dar versus Dragon Lee, British Rounds rules match for the Heritage Cup. Yeah, I think you're on to something. I think Noam losing today, I think that's setting up Noam to win here. You've already got like uh, Fraser with a, a win over Dar, so you can set that up for a TV match or whatever down the line. Yeah, I think Dragon Lee's learning... Uh, like his brothers, the the grass isn't always greener on the other side because they're out looking at each other like, he's winning matches on TV? Wait, no, you're losing. Ma- oh, I'm also losing <laughs> matches. Dragon Lee's got to earn his stripes here, I guess, yeah. in NXT. But no, this match could be pretty good. Uh, Gall- sorry, Ilya Dragunov versus Dijak, last man standing. I think Dragunov puts him out. Dragunov, it just gotta- makes sense, his whole character being unbreakable. And yeah. you normally see like the smaller guy overcoming the big, you know, he'll... He'll put a load of steps and tables on top of him and pin him, like, like Crush him. so he can't. So stand he can't up. get up, yeah. Or yeah. handcuff him. It's hard yeah. justice. Or just kill him, murder him. Yeah, get rid of him. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, Tiffany Stratton, Lyra Valkyria, NXT Women's Championship. I think we're having an epiphany here. I think that makes the most sense. I think she's she's a good good enough wrestler at this point to carry it. Um, her character is would be perfect as a champion. And then I think that's really how you start getting this goal, get even better by having big sort of main event title matches, defending the, the Roxanne rematch down the line is something you can absolutely do. Um, you don't really have as many baby faces right now. Do you? That's the only thing. If you're doing the Lyra match here, you've got Roxanne. Who else is there? Right now, no. But like, once she wins, or if she does win, like, there's so many. There's going to be a lot more fresher yeah. matches. I, I think it's Tiff. Yeah, I think so too. We're having the epiphany. It's Tiffany, and then Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker for the NXT title. Honestly, I I'd have thought Melo because I I think he's just had this title. We've had Braun as champion for a long time, and see like the Carmelo Hayes era, but the way Braun's taken to this character. I think you should put it on him. Yeah. And you can always do like a, a third match where Melo gets it back. Or I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel it's always more interesting the chase than once a baby face has the title. Yeah, for sure. And how Bron is just destroying everyone right now. I'd kind of like to see him win. I'm, 
Yeah, and if you asked me this a few weeks ago, this definitely would have been the case. Yeah. But I'm definitely leaning towards that just because it's a bit more interesting. So I, I'm going to have to say Braun wins the title. All right. I'm, I'm fine with either way, but I think one of them has got to go. I just want a better match than last time. Yeah, I don't think they hit as... as what they're capable yeah, of. Yeah, I think this one will. So that's why I'm a bit more excited about that. But yeah, uh, so there's our predictions for... Some battleground. Mm. Uh, I see we don't have any feedback for Aww. NXT, but that's okay. We can give some predictions for Night of Champions. I think we did okay. on Poison Rana a bit, but uh, Rhea versus Natalia. <laughs> that's a match. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing this on Wikipedia right now. Natalia. So yeah. Becky versus Trish. Trish. Ooh, me too. Yeah. Big time. Only because I really didn't like the glasses Becky was wearing. It looked no. like a butthole. Yeah. So I'm going with Trish. Uh, Canada's Got Talent's own Trish Stratus. Yeah, Asuka versus Bianca. Uh, Bianca. I think Bianca retains. I was joking when I said Natalia as well. Like, yeah. yeah. Just to put it out. Uh, Ali and Gunther. Ali. <laughs> I think that match could be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Owens and Sammy versus Roman and so- Solo. What's going on with the bloodline? I'm a bit over it. Owens and Solo. Uh, sorry, Owens and Sammy. Zane, I think. Yeah. Solo taking the fall, probably. Sammy getting the pin in Saudi. Sammy pinning Roman in Saudi. <laughs> wow. Cody and Brock, which is probably the real main event. <laughs> or is that tag match the main event? Uh, Cody and Brock. It's a pretty stacked probably, card. I'd say give it to Brock. Brock's probably got to win Cody's this one. Cody's got a broken arm. and Right, yeah. Cody won the first one. So, yeah, Brock, Brock wins this. Uh, Seth freaking Rollins versus AJ Styles for the WWE World Heavyweight Runner-Up Championship. I think Seth. I, yeah, me too. Like, Seth's the raw guy. I think <laughs> he's, he's so... Uh, popular with the fans right now and yeah make this a a workhorse world title um i mean either guy can have that aj can absolutely have that i think i think seth makes most sense yeah for sure uh well i'm going with seth as well i I think that match would be great though considering we've only seen it like once twice Mm. maybe i'm not too sure but yeah this card looks pretty good and like we said earlier wwe's been on a roll with their shows so i think we're spoiled this weekend we We got Night of Champions during the day Saturday. Double or Nothing on Sunday. Battleground on Sunday. Succession finale on Sunday. Oh, boy. Depending what you're trying not to get spoiled on. Turn your your phone off. Do whatever it takes to stay unspoiled if you care about that. Uh, We'll try our best. But, yeah, we will be going live Monday, 1 p.m. Follow all our socials for updates. But 1 p.m. on Monday, we'll go through Battleground, and then we'll go through everything else that weekend as well. So lots of wrestling to talk about, people. So thank you so much for listening to us here. PoisonRonda.ca for all the links of everything we do, including links to our Patreon. It's only 5 bucks for a whole month's access to access all the podcasts we've done in the past, like movies, wrestling pay-per-view reviews. Everything is up there. Hours and hours and hours of content. So go check it all out. Follow Poison Rana. Like I said, Detox coming out tomorrow with me and Jordan. Hopefully crack some jokes and make you guys laugh. And you got a succession. The sesh out with JPO and the Patreon. Lots and lots of podcasts. And we can't do this without you guys listening. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you everyone in the YouTube chat Thank tonight. you very much. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And free Tony D. Ahoy! Oh,